Boys, very important question for Thanksgiving. When is too early to put up your Christmas lights? Because my neighborhood is lit up like Christmas is two days from now. And we're recording this before Thanksgiving. So tell me, when is too early? What is the deal with this? You have to wait until, I think the very earliest you can put up lights and Christmas decorations is the day after Thanksgiving. You have to wait until the day after, at least. Then after that, I understand it. But before Thanksgiving is a little much, in my opinion. It is a little much. And what doesn't make sense, Didi, is usually I give, you can give some people a pass based on weather. You know, it, it's been, we've had snow on the East Coast already in mid-November. So if people want to get their lights up between Veterans Day and Thanksgiving, that's still early. But I kind of put a pass at it like, oh, listen, you had a nice weather weekend. I, I get it. Don't decorate inside, but that's okay. But in California, that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So no exemption, no authorization for that. It's got to be the day after Thanksgiving. I will say this, though, because uh, we saw a bunch of lights go up at houses in our neighborhood, and we were wondering, like, why are so many people ahead of the game this year? But then we realized that Diwali was this past week. Mm-hmm. And so there were a lot of lights put up for that, and that made me think, okay, so you got you to gotta dig a little deeper, you know, and make sure that if you're going to judge the lights, that they're Christmas lights specifically. Yeah, that's true. But I'm telling you, these are all Christmas lights. All, there's, <laughs> no, there's like snowmen up and everything, you know what I mean? But shouts to Diwali, I, I understand. But no, there's like snowmen up. People have Santa Clauses out. Like, <laughs> okay, it that's, is, that's not okay. You know, th- that's, that has nothing to do with Diwali. Like, these are all Christmas decorations. And I'm just seeing it from people because uh, Dan mentioned the weather. And it's like, you guys have had like, re- you guys have had better weather than us over these last like couple weeks and stuff. And people were putting their lights up early. But I'm like, if you put your lights up, cool. I get it. You don't want to be out there on your roof or on your siding and all that stuff, like trying to put lights up when it's super cold, but you don't have to turn them on. You know what I mean? Also true. You don't have to turn them on. You just put them up. And maybe that should be part of it. It's like, you know, Dan said, like Veterans Day, like, sure, maybe you can put them up, take advantage of the good weather, but don't turn them on until the day after Thanksgiving. Maybe that should be the rule. Yeah. There has to be some kind of regulation with this because I just... I, I don't know about you guys. I I just don't like Christmas decorations. Like I'm not Strong the biggest cake. fan of them. That's a shame. I like them. Yeah. You do? So you mm-hmm. so are, how are you decorating your house, Chris? And when are you decorating your house? Well, yeah, we haven't done it yet and uh I don't know exactly when, but <laughs> you know, it's all different now that we have a 3-month-old around the house to like figure out when to spend two hours outside putting stuff up. Um, but yeah, we decorate the whole house. K- Katie's really big into the Christmas decorations too. So she kind of leads the charge there. As am I. And I can't wait this week, day after Thanksgiving, right the first thing in the morning, let's go. They're all going up. We turn that season, we turn it up big time. Oh yeah, I'm loving it. Okay, so for the record, you guys are, so it's Thanksgiving. That is the day. Thanksgiving, after Thanksgiving, the before after. Thanksgiving, no. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Good. I'm happy that I do a podcast with sane people because <laughs> I was 
not exactly happy about anyone that I've talked to with this Thanksgiving thing. But anyways, guys, welcome to the Brunch Breakdown, and this is our Thanksgiving episode. So we've got a lot of Thanksgiving things to talk about today on the show, and I'm really excited. We've got the uh, best Thanksgiving sides ranked by state, which we are really excited about. We'll talk about that. We're going to be doing another one of our famous pick twos that you guys love so much and i can't wait to hear about the the stuff that we left off because you guys love to tell us that. <laughs> that's all we hear right <laughs> always my favorite part is when you guys tell us what we left off so we're gonna be doing a pick two with all thanksgiving food um we're gonna talk about uh thanksgiving football maybe some things about what not to do on thanksgiving and we have a special what we're listening to playlist this week as well but boys let's get this started with something that is very essential to thanksgiving especially thanksgiving in 2020 when we might have some family members saying some very off the wall things bruise day that's right chris get us started with bruise day thanksgiving edition thanksgiving edition bruise day i love it so i have a selection here that i think is going to be very good for those of us that need to or want to start the day early. Okay. I'm talking about with your alcohol consumption on Thanksgiving. Maybe you have, you know, some of those relatives coming over to the house, like Didi mentioned that it's going to be tough to listen to the stuff they have to say this year. Well, if that's the case, this one's definitely going to help make the day uh, a little bit or maybe a lot better. Um, Hitchhiker Brewing, that's the second time I have them uh, I've picked them for Bruise Day. I have the double bottle service Mimosa yes. Smoothie Sour. Hell yes. Okay. For for a couple reasons. Number one, you know, Dan goes into all the, the notes and the taste and everything like that. I can tell you that this is, it just tastes like a mimosa. It's just straight up like a, like a little bit of a sour mimosa. It's fantastic. And, and... It's nine and a half ABV, okay? So I cannot crack this open. As you can see, it's already open because I had to pour some of this out and share it with my wife because if I drank this entire thing on this episode, who knows what I would sound like by the end of it. So um, I can't crack it for you, but I can highly recommend it from Hitchhiker Brewing if you're in the Pittsburgh area or if you can get your hands on it in the uh, region. Definitely do so. It'll help you out on Thanksgiving one way or another. It'll make the day a good day. That is like- one of the best beers they've ever brewed. Uh, they had the regular bottle service, and then they came out with the double, which, like you, Chris, I saw the ABV, and I'm like, all right, got to get ready. <laughs> and it's 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 crazy how much better it, it is, even from the original. It's so good. And special note, just in time for the holiday season, they just – uh, release the cranberry du- double bottle service, cranberry mimosa style, just this past week. So again, if you're in the area, even on they're they're shipping to the east side of Pennsylvania. So if you're a listener over near Philadelphia, they're sending some of it your way too. So the uh, cranberry mimosa double bottle service is out as well, just in time for the holidays. It's it's going to be wonderful. I like it. I like it. I need that. I need somebody to say, I, can, I need you to like illegally send that to me or something. <laughs> I need that. Like, I need that really bad. We'll I want to know what we'll it's it like. Yes, we got to make that happen. All right. Well, Chris, on the, uh, not on the same exact note as your 9.8, but we're in, we're, we're thinking the same. We're okay. thinking the same. Um, sometimes beer doesn't do the trick, guys. Sometimes it doesn't. 
Sometimes, you know, because once you're, it's, it, beer is cool until your relatives start talking about conspiracy theories and saying that COVID's not real and different things. And they bring up the election and, ele- and, and voter fraud. That's when you bring out my old friend. The old oh. friend. <laughs> when you got to bring it out. I hope people are watching. If you're not watching, make we sure you to do watch. The watch promo at the beginning of this episode again. <laughs> yeah, make sure we just at this point this. <laughs> find the episode on YouTube or Facebook and find Bruise Day because what Didi just pulled out is like bigger than my child. <laughs> well, you know, right now this is what you got to bring out. You bring out the whiskey. <laughs> So you don't, you you don't, you know, Chris, I know you're going to be around some in-laws over uh, Thanksgiving. So, you know, I, you don't want to make a mat. You just want to stay quiet, be in your corner, sip on some whiskey. And this is my favorite whiskey right now. The reason I'm pulling this one out for sure. It's a Cali whiskey and uh, it's in a reserve that's like in Southern California and California, not known for whiskey, kind of becoming this little thing with whiskey, but it's really, this one is really, really good. It's my favorite whiskey. I drink it. I sip on it all the time. That's the thing. This isn't like Jack Daniels. You're not chugging this with Coke. You're just, you're, you're having a nice sip. You have a smile on your face for the relatives. So here's what I'm saying. Cali whiskey. You're going to need this. If you're in Southern California or anywhere on the West Coast, you can get your hands on this for your Thanksgiving celebration. Do so. You're going to need it because relatives talk crazy. Sometimes you got to stay quiet. This will help. I like it. I love it. That's the the first like straight up bottle pull of Brews Day. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. What a week to do it too. It was a special occasion. I was like, I, I warned you guys. I told you. I was like, I'm already overqualified for this. And no, I am not drinking this during this episode for anyone watching. I have, I have coffee today. I am not. No, I'm not drinking that during the episode. But shouts to Cali Distillery. Love it so much. Well, I'm glad we're all on the same page because I brought a heavy hitter as well. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me so happy. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Uh, This is a heavy hitter in a number of ways, just to get you started off. An 11.5 ABV. So we're coming with a heavy stout. We're coming with a heavy stout here, gentlemen. And for a number of reasons, whether you can't get to family and you're frustrated um, or whether you're with family and you're frustrated, you need something to help you. End of the night, you're just sick of all of it. Swig back on 11.5. It's stout season. It's getting cold. People need to warm up. And this is the stout to do it. This is a wonderful collaboration between two breweries, uh, Branch and Bone uh, Artisan Ales, which is out of uh, Dayton, Ohio, and Listerman Brewing Company, who is a ma- who could run a masterclass on stouts. Listerman Brewing Company out of Cincinnati. This is a hookup from my boy, Zach. Uh, this is the Tanuki Stout, and I'll show you the can here in a moment. But gentlemen, this is a churro-inspired pastry stout. And as you can see, you've got this beautiful can here for uh, fans of original, you know, Mario Brothers. You've got the can dedicated to that. It's just a beautiful can. This is one love worth, that. worth keeping here. Uh, but the Tanuki Stout, the churro-inspired pastry stout, it's amazing. And yes, your player options are too. Start drinking, because that's what you'll need on Thanksgiving, that's indeed. Awesome. Uh Again, it's dark, it's heavy, it's wonderful. There's a lot of coffee roastness with this with this stout. Uh, you get some sweetness, not overly sweet, but I think a good amount of sweetness. And you get that cinnamon on the back end there as well. It all comes together really, really nicely. Again, kind of gives you the warms you up a little bit as the weather is getting cold. So coming heavy, strong, 
with the stout to help you get through a difficult Thanksgiving, whether it's with one relative or all of them. Cheers to you. I love it. Wow. This is an impressive one. I am <laughs> I'm shocked because I am just because I, I thought I was so nervous that I was going to be the oddball of the group that you guys were going to come with the regular bruise dates, sipping beers during the show. You're like, no, like I can't drink these during the show. No, can't do it. Not Thanksgiving. No. Yeah. yeah. We got to be heavy this week. Dude. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I, I know us and this doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> I'm so proud. I'm so happy to be a part of the brunch breakdown. And Cheers, speaking boys. of boys, I promise not drinking. <laughs> but I am, I am so, I'm just so proud of us, and I'm so thankful for this podcast, which leads us right into get it off our chest, which we're doing special this this week. What are we thankful for in this crazy year for 2020? I figure we, you know, positivity, you know. Chris is always preaching the positivity. It rains down on me and Dan, his positivity. So I figure you get this started. What are you thankful for? Get it off your chest, Chris. Okay. Well, you guys are going to start with me. And guess what? I got a visual aid. So let's go. Once again, if you're not watching, you should tune into this episode on YouTube or Facebook, or maybe we'll clip this out and you can find it on one of our social media accounts. But my wife had a very cool idea this year to, I don't know where, where, where she came up with the idea, but to get a pumpkin and write on it all the things that we're thankful for. So that's what I have as my visual aid. Oh. We've actually already done this process. As you can see, we got stuff written all over it. The things that we're thankful for this year. So I'll run through a few of them. We're thankful for, obviously, our daughter. And we're thankful for our families and our friends, uh, like you guys, our health, um, education. We're very thankful that we had paid parental leave. So we got to spend the first four weeks of our daughter's life with her. Four weeks for me, 12 for my wife. Um, We've had all this extra time together during COVID, which, you know, obviously things have been weird. Uh, You haven't been able to see all the people that you want to, but we're thankful as a family. We get to spend time together. Um, Safety. We have uh, Disney Plus on there. We're thankful for Disney Plus. (laughs) We're thankful that we get to work from home. As I said in the last episode, I love working from home. We're thankful for things like Zoom, which we are recording on right now because we've been able to keep up with uh, friends and family. Um, I think that's about it. But yeah, uh, it's a it's a cool tradition that I think we're going to do every year. And uh, feel free, anybody that's listening that likes that idea, get get yourself a thankful pumpkin next year and write what you're thankful for. That's pretty sweet. I actually might do that at my house. Thankful pumpkin. That's good. And yeah, make I sure like everybody, that. everybody that's listening to brunch breakdown has to be the first thing that you write right on there, please. Put, yes. put the Twitter handle, if you will, just to spread the love. <laughs> we'll be thankful for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dan, what are you thankful for in this wild 2020? Yeah, as, as hard as that may seem to be thankful for a lot of things this year, there certainly uh, you know, are plenty, plenty of good things, plenty of positivity. The power of positivity, my friends, the new day would like to say. Um, that we're gonna, I've, I've, I've been able to find in this insane year. Um, the first and most important for me is that I finally found the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, uh, and got engaged this year. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. So that's been the most appreciative thing, uh, that I have. It was a weird year to try to schedule something like that. If you've listened to a couple episodes back, we've, we went through that story, a very interesting time. So that without a doubt, the most thankful thing that I have this year, um, 
it's also gave, this was a year of perspective, right? And sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad. And, you know, I, I was thankful to have that perspective. We got things taken away from us, being able to hang out with friends, family and events, but it made you appreciate them even more. I thought I appreciated them in the moment, try to live that way. But this year really put that extra spin on it where, whether it's going to a concert or getting together with you guys, traveling, whatever it may be, being able to like appreciate those memories more. I talked about how last week uh, or two weeks ago, concert videos were popping up on my phone. And I used to just hate to see people doing that and hate to be the person doing that all the time. And now I appreciate the memories because that's, you know, when it comes down to it, that's, that's what we have. You try to live in the moment, but then you try to hold on to those memories as much as you can. And also I must point out most, not most importantly, maybe second most important, great beer and great music. I couldn't have got through this year without some great beer. I'm so glad we have Brews Day here on this podcast now. It really helped when we're stuck at home, stuck inside. What do you have for look forward to at the end of the week? We got a wonderful beer release. That's that was a great motivator for me. Each and every week was a was a great craft beer release. And shouts to all the music, musicians out there. March, April, and May were weird, and people didn't know what to do. Should they release music? Should they not? Tours were being canceled. How do you release music? How do you record music? They found a way to do it, and we got some kick-ass, badass music in 2020. Uh, Pandemic-related or not, we had some great music to help us all get through. So all of those things I consider grateful for this year. That is beautiful. Beautiful. Love it. All right. Well, here's what I am thankful for this year. I mean, I'm thankful for this podcast, of course. I love being able to talk to you guys. I'm not going to see you guys in for God knows how long. <laughs> so this is awesome. I'm thankful for my daughter, my family, keeping my job and all that stuff that you know a lot of people have been struggling with in 2020. But the one thing I'm most thankful for is that I was ready for the sweatpants revolution. <laughs> I've been getting ready for this my whole life. People have been like, you have too many hoodies. You have too many sweatpants. You have too much of this stuff. And it's like, why do you keep buying more of it, right? And I ask myself that sometimes. Like, I don't need another hoodie. I don't need another pair of sweatpants. And for this time, I can't have enough. You know? You can't have enough. Because I'm not wearing a suit at home. I'm not wearing a dress shirt when I do Zoom meetings. I'm wearing hoodies. I'm wearing t-shirts. And I have a plethora of them. Some from 2001, some from 2008, some from years and years and years. And some of my probably don't even, they're not even mine. Someone left them at my house, thought it was cool. And I still wear it to this day. So that is what I'm most thankful for this year is that I was ready. I was ready for this time for the sweatpants revolution that took over 2020. So every picture you see of me in 2020, I represent that year. You will see, you're like, oh, wait. You're 2020, man. That's me. <laughs> Sweatpants, hoodie, backwards hat. Uh, sometimes I've got like crust in my eye still. It's that's 2020, <laughs> man. That was me. And I was ready. I was ready for it this year. But yeah, I am super, super thankful for, you know, for a lot of things this year. But that's definitely one of them. Amazing. You were. Yeah, you were very prepared. You were, you were, oh, you were comfortable, comfortable for this year. <laughs> <laughs> very. This is the year I've been waiting for. Didn't know it, but. Right. <laughs> God always has a plan. <laughs> oh, boys. Well, let's get into the main course, which is good for Thanksgiving. So, boys, let's start with the Thanksgiving sides map. 
Let's get people ready. Get people before we get to our our big pick two. Let's go to the Thanksgiving sides map all over the country. Um, I forget what the site was that put all this together, but anyways, it's been everywhere, and they have the rankings of the side. They have the sides map for every state. What is the best side in every state in this beautiful country of ours? And we are putting it up on the screen right now. Check it out on YouTube if you haven't, or you know, pull it up on your phone right now and what jumps out to you guys about this map right now you look at it you're like what state jumps out to you uh plenty uh where do i begin maine go to hell side salad (laughs) are you freaking kidding me side that's your favorite it's your favorite thing that's your favorite side for thanksgiving is a side salad you're the only one and it's disrespectful and it's wrong. <laughs> Quit this health shit for this holiday. That's not what this is about. Side salad. Come on, man. You got to do better than that. You're a great state. I expect better. Dude, that's a good point. Cause like this holiday is not for like my vegan friends or, you know, I love you guys, but like this is this holiday isn't for you. Like don't make this about yourself. Don't bring salad to the party. Don't bring like not chicken chicken to the party. Don't bring, don't bring it. Like this is not for you. You you have every day of the year, but this 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 one day is not yours. Yes, keep us Thank with you. Thanksgiving. That's Thank you. that's interesting to me for Maine because Maine is the northernmost, excluding Alaska. It's the northernmost state, and you'd think they'd want something like more fattening, right? Because it gets cold, it gets cold up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's very weird to me. Very weird. weird. I think it's uh, interesting geographically to look at the Atlantic coast and their obsession with mac and cheese. (laughs) I mean, listen, one thing we know about the South, they like to eat. (laughs) South eats uh, and mac and cheese is, you know, it's about as hearty of fattening as a dish as you want to make it. That's the thing about mac and cheese. You can bake it, put mad cheese on top of it. On top of the regular mac and cheese. That's that's really the only real distinguishable clump regional thing either, right? There's everything else is kind of spread out. And obviously they do it better in the South, so understandably so. Maryland and Delaware are kind of confusing to me that they get clumped in with the mac and cheese. So it is really up that Atlantic coast, but that's really the only part of this map that is uh, a region there. So shouts to them. They know how to do it right. That's good stuff. There's kind of like Maine and I think, is it Rhode Island or is it Connecticut? I don't know. Uh, A couple of the states screw it up, but there's kind of like a Northeast stuffing Mm -hmm. trend going on. But yeah, it's not not consistent like that mac and cheese. There's a few states that are screwing it up. I will say that. I'm so glad Pennsylvania is stuffing because- Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't have to be embarrassed by something like, I don't know. What do you have, Dee Dee? In West Virginia. Rolls. Rolls. Okay. <laughs> Explain yourself. It's it's it, it's embarrassing for a couple reasons. One, rolls are <laughs> very bland. Okay. It's it's very bland. You look at all the surrounding states. I, I guess because, you know, if you live in West Virginia, like a lot of your family is away 
from there. So like you get your stuffing from PA, you get your green beans from Ohio, you okay. get your broccoli yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you get your you you get all the things and then you just bring and then you, the West Virginian, just brings rolls to the party. The like, that's what you bring. <laughs> Everybody from all the other states brings all the good stuff. And you're like, all right, I'm here to eat. So let me go grab the Hawaiian buns from Kroger real fast. And that's yeah, what I'm bringing. Get the King's Hawaiian and call it <laughs> yeah. a day. Yeah. Let me bring them. But, uh, you know, West Virginia, one of the most obese states in the country. Of course, we like bread. You know, like Chris can tell you, bread is not the thing you should be consuming a ton of. Uh, in your life you want to be fit and we are not fit over there and that is one thing it shouldn't be like your main dish this is like that's your favorite side yeah Uh, i can't wait for that roll what do you just what do you just chow down on at thanksgiving what's your favorite oh the bread (laughs) come on man speaking of the bread you'll note it's interesting on here and again if you're not watching get over to youtube get over to facebook we've got the whole map out in front of us here we've got rolls in a couple of states uh, South Dakota is specific. It says crescent rolls. There is one state that sticks out in terms of the bread, though. Go all the way west. Biscuits for yes. Oregon. Yes. Mm. And as a as a a one time Oregon resident, I will tell you that that is just yet another in a long list of Oregon keeping it weird. Okay. <laughs> right. Oregon. That is, is weird. Oregon keeps it weird. Shout out to, is it, Nor- which Dakota is it that's cre- South, Crescent Rolls? South Dakota. Yeah, South Dakota. Um, shout out to South Dakota for getting a little, you know, getting a little crazy with the roll action. I wouldn't have thought South Dakota would have got been that crazy. But um, yeah, Oregon, biscuits. I don't know. That's just another weird thing coming out of Oregon. And I respect it. They're consistent. Did you have bit like are they known for biscuits? Is there something that you That's can tell I mean. us it's about not like biscuits in the in south Oregon? where you would expect that? That's just so it's random. No, yeah, that but that is Oregon. Like, there's nothing. Tell me what is like the one thing about Oregon of any category. You can't predict it because they're unpredictable. The state is unpredictable. It, that's just how they roll. And like I said, I respect that's it. how they biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> god that's pretty great i just like yeah california mashed potatoes nevada mashed potatoes uh yeah how's idaho not mashed potatoes (laughs) how is idaho not anything potato like no 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 no. green bean pass roll we're sick of potatoes all year long they're sick of it that's what it is that's what it's got to be right (laughs) yeah it's like everyone works and with potatoes they just don't that that's the day they don't have them christmas thanksgiving fourth of july don't bring potatoes to idaho don't so do I, I have another I have a map that shows us the states because full transparency. I don't know what every state is on a, on a U.S. map. Uh, what's Wyoming doing with just like gravy? Let's talk about let's talk about this for a second, because it really fires me up. <laughs> We're going to talk about Wyoming with brown gravy. We're going to talk about Hawaii with turkey gravy. Yeah. OK, that's the best side. But wait a minute. Wait a freaking minute. There's one that sneaks on this map a little bit that you may not stick out right away. Arkansas. White gravy. White gravy on Thanksgiving. What in the hell is wrong with you people? What are you doing? And how is gravy the favorite side for any of these three states? Hawaii, Wyoming, and Arkansas. Calling you out. What are you doing? Yeah, I I feel like if we're talking Thanksgiving sides, like I don't consider the like 
what you apply to the side to be a side, first and foremost. And then, Dan, I want to tap into your grocery knowledge a little bit because I'm aware of what brown gravy is. I'm aware of what turkey gravy is, but I don't think I've ever heard of or seen white gravy. What is that? I'm a little confused by it as well because what when I always heard of white gravy, I always referred to that as like country gravy where you maybe don't have as much of the uh, – it's maybe not as – for lack of a better word, clumpy, like it doesn't have some of the ingredients with it uh, that it typically would in like a breakfast setting or whatever with country gravy. Um, But that's what I always thought of when I heard white gravy was like the traditional Southern country gravy. Gotcha. I could be wrong, but Arkansas is just sitting there. Yeah. When I think white gravy, I just think of like um, Cracker Barrel. Yes, yes. Because I feel like yes. <laughs> everything at Cracker Big Barrel has gravy. white gravy on it. Yeah. Or some kind. That's what I think of. But like, I could be wrong about that, too. I have no idea. I just think like it's really like Southern kind of like they put it on everything. Right. That's what I think. Of white gravy yeah. on biscuits or something. Don't go to a Thanksgiving in Arkansas. That's for sure. Learning that. That's that's ugh, that's too much. Um. Indiana. Let's talk about Indiana. <laughs> For crying out loud. <laughs> Deviled eggs. First of all, I may be in the minority here, but I find them disgusting. That's your fa- that's the favorite thing? Come on. That's the part that I can't get over because deviled eggs are fine to me. They're fine. But like are they ever like favorite? really good for someone that doesn't like them? Are they, are you ever like, damn, these deviled eggs and Shirley's deviled eggs can't wait. Thanksgiving. <laughs> How often does that happen where the whole state is like, yep, that's, that's what we look forward to. So I'm a big fan of deviled eggs, but I, I will admit Dan that normally people don't really do much to them. It's okay. just essentially an egg presented differently right. or a hard, a hard boiled <laughs> egg presented differently. Right. Um, they just who puts more paprika on them? And that's it. Like some people <laughs> yeah. put less, some people that's put what, more. That's what it is. Like sometimes they can taste different or taste really good because somebody put like a seasoning on it that you've never had before. But yeah, that 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 shouldn't you know be a that shouldn't take a state by storm. How many things are they doing wrong? Where that's the best thing that they look forward to for Thanksgiving? <laughs> that's it's just it makes me sad. Yeah, to know that that's I mean good thing, man. What's Wisconsin got? I don't know where Wisconsin is on the map, but what's Wisconsin got? Chris? <laughs> Wisconsin has mashed potatoes. See, <laughs> of course. Let's course. take a look at the U.S. map. Wisconsin <laughs> is, is next to Michigan. Wait there a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Didi, we just went through the freaking election where we watched the god John King break down every county in every single state, <laughs> and Wisconsin was part of that blue wall. Tell me you didn't know where Wisconsin Listen, was. I knew Come it on. was one of them. I knew it was I knew it was either where Minnesota <laughs> is or where Iowa is. I knew it was where one of them was, but I didn't want to, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to make myself look too stupid. So I decided to ask the question. No, it's better to ask than to... We'll make fun of you a little bit if you ask. If you just straight up get it wrong and don't ask, we're going to make fun of you a lot, so... I was very close to being like Wisconsin corn. Oh, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I was very close. It was very, very close, but I didn't do it. You have the other map, so I didn't. I didn't do it. Well, let's yeah. talk. Let's talk about that one corn in Iowa. It, that is real. That was really predictable. I will tell you. Uh, Dan and I actually went to a football game uh, out at the University of Iowa a few years ago, and 
at every stoppage, they ran an advertisement for Iowa's corn. They are so obsessed with their own corn. It's unbelievable. So like, that's the least surprising thing for me was to see corn for Iowa. Yes. And it's probably fantastic. I I love how they trumpet their corn and how great it is. Shouts to Iowa, man. Being original. (laughs) Oh gosh. And all right. What state is this that has cream corn? That's the last one I want to talk about because that's just disgusting. That's Kansas. Kansas. You're gross. Uh, Cream corn. Corn is fine. Cream corn is disgusting. Cream corn is like what they give you at like hot lunch in school and you no one ever eats it. Comes in cream a corn is disgusting. Yeah. Like, and I don't find many foods like gross, but cream corn, no. No. No good. Yeah. No good. It's um, unfortunate. I have, I have one more. Yeah. If that's okay. Um, no, that's cool. That was the last one I want to talk about. I'm good. Yeah, the la- the last one I have, it's just I think it's the most disappointing for me is that Alabama just has dressing. Like they don't even specify. <laughs> like there's like cornbread dressing and some other stuff, but like theirs is just dressing. Mm-hmm. Like they're just having their Hidden Valley Ranch apparently. Like that's just what they uh, who knows at this point. But that that was probably the most disappointing for me. Just just dressing. Well, I think I think they refer to it in the South as something different. I think that's either. I think that's part of the stuffing. Am I wrong? Have you guys heard of this? I don't know. I hear people say, but I mean, there, but it says stuffing on here, though. Right. That's what. Yeah, that's what's confusing. And because like, look at Louisiana, it says cornbread dressing. I think that's cornbread stuffing. Interesting. Because you like dress the turkey. Isn't that? Yeah, maybe it, a has a, on it. maybe it has a deeper meaning, and that that I hope it does. I hope you're right. You're hoping, you hope it's just not a variety of <laughs> of Hidden Valley Ranch, you know, Hidden Valley <laughs> varieties and things like that. Yeah, just like Thousand Island Italian. Like we were ripping Maine for side salad, but they're just like, no, we want this stuff on the salad, the they unhealthy should. stuff. On the- <laughs> I wish that's it. Let's assume that's what it is. <laughs> Alabama and Maine need to have a potluck. Bad. Need to do. Uh, yeah. The last one I have is. I'll also put it in the disappointing category. New Hampshire. There's one. we uh, Mashed potatoes uh, wins this by far. Ten states with uh, mashed potatoes was the most. One had the pathetic, the sad cranberry sauce, and that's New Hampshire. And again, I expect I expect better. And it's unfortunate. Oh, are they known for cranberries in New Hampshire? Uh, actually, maybe they are. Is that where Ocean Spray is? New Hampshire. (laughs) Let's just look at this. I love this. Cranberry blog. Yeah, I was getting ready to say this, actually. Yeah, there are cranberry bogs in uh, Massachusetts. I know for sure. Right. It says New Hampshire's cranberry bogs and meadows. So I guess that's a regional thing for them. Maybe that I, I, I guess we'll leave it to them. But I know they're missing out. I know they're missing out. Big time. Big time. Ugh. But shouts to Massachusetts for stuffing. At least they got that right. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck wherever you're going for uh, Thanksgiving. And I think this is good to uh, slide right into our only pick two, which have become a brunch breakdown staple because you guys like them maybe more than we do. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we do love them. And uh, so we made a pick two with all kinds of Thanksgiving food and 
I mean, we've got stuffing, we've got lasagna, we've got pies, Brussels sprouts, uh, sweet potato casserole, cranberry sauce, turkey, ham, rolls, shouts to West Virginia, <laughs> mashed potatoes, green bean casserole, mac and cheese. We've got a lot of uh, great stuff on this brunch breakdown. Pick two, Thanksgiving edition. Uh, guys, what, what, are, what are you picking for your two here? What are you looking at? You see this, when you saw this for the first time, this morning, what were you thinking? Go ahead, Dan. Uh, well, for me, the number one overall pick every year, stuffing. I mentioned it earlier how um, I was proud of Pennsylvania for for choosing stuffing. Um, because it can be done well. It can be done really well. Or it can be done just average. Um, there's a lot of variety to good stuffing and bad stuffing. And when you have really, really good stuffing, you know that's the bomb. And it's... It's not something you have most of the year. You, you you really don't. It's unique to Thanksgiving. Uh so for me, absolutely Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving means stuffing, no doubt. That's number one. Number two, I'm gonna go with pie. Specifically pumpkin pie. Give me the pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving. Again, something you don't have all year round, although you should. And you and I wish we did. Uh but it was a top toss up for me between mashed potatoes and pie, but in the end, I always look forward to that pie at the end of the meal. So stuffing and pie, my pick too. I'm looking at this graphic totally different now that we went through the map of sides. I don't even see, I don't even see food. I just see states. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I see West Virginia. I don't see rolls. Right. I see the entire Atlantic Coast Conference. I don't see mac and cheese. Like this is crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> my uh, my number one pick aligns with Dan uh, stuffing, hundred percent, and it's gonna go with my number two. Uh, which was Dan's, I guess number three, mm-hmm. uh, mashed potatoes, and the reason being is because I and I'll be interested to hear if you guys do this but I think both taste best when they're together in the same bite. Ooh. I never thought about it that way, but that's accurate. <laughs> I just never thought about it like that. I feel like I've done it accidentally and never really raised my eyebrows to it, but maybe I'll give that more of a shot this year. I, I don't know if I like those textures blending together on on paper, on the plate, uh, <laughs> but I'll give it more of an intentional mashup this year and, and report back to you. Look so, at you. Look yeah. at you with these puns. That's unbelievable. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Give it a try, Dan. Give it an honest try. What I find is that the they are different textures, but the gravy brings them together quite nicely. Oh, love that gravy. Gotta love it. Yeah, notice gravy is by itself isn't on here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not on here by itself. But it's funny. When I was making this, I was like, do I put great? Because I saw it on so many power ranking things that like just to make sure I got like a good, you know, amount of like the the food that a lot of people like. So I was looking at all these power rankings lists from all these different years. And a lot of them did have like gravy separate. And I'm like, do you just drink gravy? Yeah, we have it in a bowl. It's not a side. It's a topping. 
Like, if you throw gravy all over your plate, that's fine because gravy kind of goes with, I mean, you have turkey on your plate, stuffing on your plate, all this stuff. Like, you can basically just throw it on everything. But, like, I, I don't know who has, I've never heard of someone say, you know what? Just give me the gravy. I'm just going to drink. <laughs> give me a I'm bowl. Start, I'm going to start with the gravy. and then I'm gonna <laughs> Yeah, just give me a bowl of gravy and I'm just, I'm, I'm good. That's all I need. Yeah, weird. But uh, my pick two, ham. Going with ham. It's always ham over turkey for me. Always ham over turkey for me, and it's ham, and I'm going with uh, with pie. You know, I need my pie. I need my apple pie specifically at the end of uh, at the end of the during middle of the day, end of the day, the next day. I need my ham and I need my apple pie. Those are my those are my pick too. This was tough because I wanted to pick stuffing, but I felt like, what do I need? And it was it's that pie, man. I need pie at the end of the day. So. It's ham for you. It's ham for me, man. Ham. Why? I just like it better. I like ham better than turkey. It's really, the thing is, I like turkey. Turkey's fine. Like, I like turkey, but like at my house for my Thanksgiving, and since like, you know, I have my family, we do, you know, we have our stuff now. It's like, it's ham, Hmm. you know? And I, we make it in the crock pot with the brown sugar and, you know, stuff. And it's super, um, it's amazing. Eat it for days. I just, it's just ham over turkey for me. If we had turkey, I'd be cool with it. Get me wrong. I'm not saying I hate turkey. But I just, I, ham, love it. <laughs> I love, I love dance. The silence of disapproval. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Dan is the judgiest when it comes to the pick twos. Just because Dan's face. He, he just like, looks. He just gives looks. Like, he asks you to repeat yourself to like, so that like, to make sure you heard the words that you yeah. said. Are you sure you heard what you yeah. said? Did you yeah. say ham over turkey on Thanksgiving? Yeah. Seriously. That's, it's like Dan makes you feel like um, when you go to like meet your like girlfriend's parents for the first time. And her dad just like asked you to repeat things. You said what? You're you you do what? Yeah, like that's how Dan looks at you. Like you were just like just disappointing. You're disapproving. It's already like yeah, you you can't date my daughter. Right. So, well, I, I, so I you guess said, I, you said ham. You said, <laughs> yeah. It was ham, you, you right? Ham. Well, I am. I guess I'm glad you didn't pick lasagna um, because I did get pretty upset when I first saw this graphic, and you know in our text chain, it told Didi he needed to take it off or I was going to call the police. Uh, but I credited him. He did his research and he said lasagna would popped up on a lot of these, these rankings, these top tens, these top whatevers. So I think that's, that's what's going to happen. People that aren't going to listen to this episode are going to see this on social media first, and they're going to get up all in our grill and get on us about this lasagna shit. And we need to explain, let me explain why it's on there and here it is we just need to refer to this timestamp in this episode and we'll just comment that every time somebody says something about lasagna no and another but another thing about the lasagna is like i grew up with a lot of uh, with a lot of italians they eat lasagna on thanksgiving a lot of them do i grew up with a lot of people who you know when they said their favorite thing for thanksgiving or something that's at their thanksgiving lasagna was there like it wasn't where I was, but it was, you know, where they were. So when I saw that on the list, I was like, well, yeah, I guess it's right. I think I, we might be surprised by how many lasagna lovers we end up getting for this. I know. And I think you're I think you're right, because I'm an Italian, too. And I have family that do that same thing. But my mom suggested it this year. and I almost walked out the house and I was like, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> what the- like, come on. 
And I would have done the same thing if she said ham instead of turkey. So to be honest with you, <laughs> you said so, ham, right? <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about that really quick because I associate ham with Christmas more than yeah. I associate it with Thanksgiving. But I've actually like unsolicited over the last week or so, I posted some stuff about Thanksgiving and your diet and stuff like that for my business. And I got a decent amount of comments and feedback from people that say like, Thanksgiving is the only day I eat turkey. Turkey is worthless the rest of the year. I I didn't realize how many people like actually vehemently dislike turkey. I was surprised about that. So I get the impression that some people go to Thanksgiving, not even for the turkey at all. And maybe they're going for ham or just like cooking other stuff. I don't know. That's, I mean, that's weird. I, I mean, I like turkey all year round. Like, I like turkey sandwiches. I like turkey. You give I don't me a know. I like turkey. turkey. Smoked turkey will blow your mind. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you do it right, you smoke a turkey, put that son bitch on a sandwich. I mean, you need that turkey for those open faced turkey sandwiches that you have for the rest of the week that you just drizzle your gravy over, anyways. I mean, that's a key post Thanksgiving staple that you need. You're not doing, are you doing that with ham? Yes. Yes, you make ham sandwiches. Yes, ham sandwiches Uh-oh. do exist, Dan. Have you ever heard of one? Yeah, ham sandwich. yeah, in fourth grade, I remember hearing about ham sandwiches. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to get yeah. so gluttonous. Give me the turkey, give me the dry turkey, and I just dunk it in gravy. So you said uh, ham sandwich? <laughs> I want you to just, again, it was ham. Ham sandwiches. But yeah, it's like, because the thing with it is, is like, the reason why I like made sure I picked ham there is because since we've, you know, I live 3,000 miles away from my family. I don't go home for every holiday. So since me and my wife both do that, we call the shots for Thanksgiving. And she's like, yeah, I don't really want turkey. I'd rather have ham. And I'm like, me too. So that's what we do, you know? And, uh, but I like turkey and like, sometimes I kind of miss it a little bit, but then, you know, get over it after I eat all the ham. I don't want anything on my plate that if I get gravy on it, I'm going to be furious about. And if I got gravy on ham, I would not be pleased. Maybe that's what the white gravy is for. Ham? We got We should have done a lot Try more white gravy research. I didn't know this was going to be such a hot topic. <laughs> show. Biscuits and gravy. But make sure you guys check out the only pick two. Our famous thing on the Brunch Breakdown, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you find us here on YouTube, everywhere. Make sure you check it out and uh, let us know. Comment below and let us know your picks for Thanksgiving. And please, for the love of God, Tyler Malone, do not tell us what we left off. <laughs> like, there are a few of you. I'm using one. I'm using Tyler. You're going to get called out on this on every episode if you keep doing that. Yeah, there are a handful. We know who they are. Like, these are the ones we picked. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We don't care what you like. (laughs) Give us the pick two out of these. All right, please. Oh, (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, now let's get into another great Thanksgiving thing that we all do or kind of do. Thanksgiving football. All right. Thanksgiving football, big tradition in the NFL. Now there are three games on NFL. Cowboys are always on. Detroit's always on. And now they throw another game on, which this year is actually good. Steelers Ravens are on at night, right? I believe on Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving night. Um, What are your thoughts on Thanksgiving football in general? Do you guys watch? Is it background noise? What is Thanksgiving football for you? It, It is a centerpiece. 
for me, which should come to the surprise of nobody if you've listened to these podcasts because I bring up my love for football pretty much every episode. But um, yeah, it's like it's the centerpiece as far as I'm concerned. It's always on for me. It's always been on having the the Lions on and the Cowboys on was always that growing up, whether you're a team you cared about was playing them or not. Yeah, it's it, it, it's on regardless. It's like parade, football, football. And now we have a third game, um, which just makes it even all that much better. So, yeah, it's always kind of been a part of that tradition. Uh, unfortunately for us as Steeler fans, they've been highlighted on Thanksgiving a lot over the past couple of years, yeah. which just completely changes and shifts the, how the night goes because it gets a little serious like it will this year with the Steelers and Ravens. It's like all of a sudden, get your stouts ready. Let's go. Um, <laughs> but you got to be a little bit more focused there. But as, as it is, is just background, just casually watching it throughout the day. Um, and they always seem to be competitive, right? The Lions were terrible, terrible for years. But for some reason, on Thanksgiving, they always gave you a somewhat competitive game. Just enjoyed to be able to watch something like that every year. Yeah, for me, it's it was always on more than it was something that everybody was paying attention to. I felt like if you needed to find my dad or you needed to find any of my uncles, they were like asleep or half asleep watching mm-hmm. football, like in the in the living room watching football or whatever. But, you know, it's, it's weird because I, and this goes into why I brought this up, is like I just wish the NFL would just schedule interesting games for this day because the Lions have sucked basically uh, almost my entire life. Like since Barry Sanders left, that's it. The Cowboys have have sucked pretty much other than like a couple windows in there. And like, you know, the last probably what, three or four years, whenever Zach, Dak and Zeke were doing it. Like before that, it was, you know, you have to go all the way back to the mid nineties to the last time the Cowboys were like, actually somebody you were like, I got to watch them. But uh, I just wish they would schedule this like interesting matchups on Thanksgiving. Like we should be getting like, you know, instead of having Chiefs Ravens the second week of the season, we should have had that on Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Like we mm-hmm. should have these should just be like your marquee matchups. Like the NBA does Christmas Day. They like schedule this out. They're like, I'm putting LeBron and Steph on these days. Like this is what's happening. And I just wish the NFL would kind of do that too. I think it would be more fun, but I don't know. Maybe we wouldn't pay attention to Thanksgiving if they did that. I <laughs> I don't know. But I just That's wish this point. this is a tradition I want to go away. That that's a good point. That if the games were more interesting, we'd be probably a little bit more focused on how those games are going because we'd be missing out on some some good games. The, the the primetime game is usually a good one, but now that every team has to play on Thursday night, I think you make a great point where you do have that you'd have that flexibility built in now where it doesn't have to be the Lions and Cowboys on Thanksgiving every year that you can change it up, have different, more interesting matchups to be able to do stuff like that now that every team has to play on Thursday. Yeah, I think like I think the NFL knows it doesn't matter. I think they know they have us. Yeah. Yeah. They they're the only game in town on Thanksgiving, save for maybe a college football game. But the first thing that came to mind for me was what you said, Didi, was how the NBA does it. I also wonder if like like is the is the NFL just like too unpredictable that you know maybe they try and make them marquee matchups and then it turns out that you know Dak gets injured for the year and Zeke gets COVID and all this stuff happens and then the the Cowboys suck I don't know yeah I don't know 
Um, but I'm watching either way, and I think that's it. I think it doesn't matter. Yeah, because I guess I get the Cowboys because the Cowboys are like the biggest draw. It's like Cowboys and Steelers are the biggest draws in football. So it doesn't matter who the Cowboys play. So I get them being on on that day. But like Detroit, still, why are we doing this? Because <laughs> there's no marquee matchup with Detroit. It's not. Like, I don't care if you put the Bucks against them. I don't care who you put against them. You can put Patrick Mahomes against them. It doesn't matter. It's still, it's Detroit. Like, they have to go. Like, that's something. Ha- I just feel like that could change. Because whoever the Cowboys are playing, you're just going to get, you're going to kind of pay attention to it just because, you know, the Cowboys sucking this season is kind of entertaining. You know, they're one of those teams. Like, the Cowboys think, like, not being good is entertaining. The Cowboys being good is entertaining. So, but Detroit, they're just not good. Not entertaining. Is there any specific reason that they are on every year other than like it started that way and it, they just keep doing it? I think that's it. It's I think that's it. it. I think they probably and and now actually to make the point where every team has to play a Thursday night football game, they know that's their Thursday night every single year. Yeah. And maybe that's easier for them. Um it's just part of what they've been so used to and now that they know that's always that and then they get that what extra time it's actually kind of a perk late in the season you get kind of week and a half as you enter into december so maybe they're smarter than we think they are (laughs) except for the lions except for the lions the lions need like four by weeks are we gonna just quit the rest of the season we got four weeks to go you know that's what detroit has to think about Mm -hmm. god but yeah football always important uh but i just wanted to get your thoughts on on these games specifically detroit i just it's gotta go i just don't want it there I, like it's, bye detroit it just sucks no one looks happy on that day no one's there the stadium's half empty no one's ex- it's terrible who do Look they play the, this telling year? you i don't know it's detroit uh the texans oh okay that'll be like, interesting oh, yeah it's a great game right there texans texans lions and then uh cowboys and the Washington football team, you got a division of game there. Hey, all of those games are going to be close because all of those teams are terrible. Oh, so they, they'll at least be close. I was about to say competitive, but I don't think that's the right adjective. They'll find a way to make them close. Yeah. And I love I do love the 1230 kickoff, though. Give me a 1230 kickoff all the time. I love it. That is one. Of, that is one of those games. Like the, both those games are one of those like where you will be watching and like half asleep and you'll be like, Oh wait, that's where that guy who played for Pitt went. That's where <laughs> that guy who went to WVU went. Oh, okay. He's still in the league. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I feel like that's one of those, that's how those two games are going to go, but the nighttime game is going to be fun. So there's that. Yeah, for sure. Be intense. Well, boys real quick. Uh, one thing I wanted to do before we get into our fun, what we're listening to for this uh, is are there do's and don'ts for Thanksgiving? Are there things at the table, the Thanksgiving table, that you think people should not do at the table for Thanksgiving? Yes. First of all, don't burp. It's disgusting. Don't belch. Don't burp. Don't do it. And I'm saying that because I know people that do. Um, don't talk politics. Don't do it. We've That's all we've had to hear. Nonstop. We don't care what your views are, Aunt Shirley. We don't. It's over. It's fine. Whatever. Move on. We don't want to hear about it. We don't want to hear about it. Those are 1A and 1B for me. Don't do either of those things. Dan, do you have an Aunt Shirley? I don't, no. Because you've said that twice. I've mentioned her twice. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and I started thinking that there's some serious rift you have with your Aunt Shirley. <laughs> She'll never see this. <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of took the the. I guess looked at this with the lens of do's and don'ts of 2020 Thanksgiving. And I'm on the hey. same page as Dan. Um, add COVID to it. Like, oh, uh, yeah. Everybody's pissed about it for some way, in some way, shape, form, for some reason. You probably hate your local politician or hate your governor or hate the president or whatever. We know. We get it. The cases are going up. Like, just. We don't have to talk about it. There's other, there's better stuff to talk about. Let's talk about things that, you know, are uplifting and, and make us happy. And hey, here's a, here's a thought. Talk about what you're thankful for. Here's what you, here's how you treat it. You know, when you go to a, a, a party, maybe not so much in our age now, but in your twenties, you go to a party and you have a, uh, you know, if a key bowl, so nobody, no one's allowed to drive home or we've done the phone bowl on trips before where, all right, nobody's, you know, you're not going to be on your phone today. We're going to disconnect phone bowl, have a COVID bowl, drop your COVID here, leave it here. We're not talking about it. Leave your COVID shit, COVID crap bowl, leave it here. Cause we're not talking about it at the table. Make that very clear right at your doorway. Hope it helps out. That's what you need. That's to do. solid. That's good because, um, you could actually have a little like pad for people to write their COVID thought on and then throw it in the bowl. So you got it out. Yeah. You got it out <laughs> and you throw it in the bowl. And it's never it. to be seen again. Yes. You and have if a anybody COVID wants bowl. to hear it, they'll find it. And then they'll realize no one wanted that. There it still sits in the bowl. <laughs> this is a tremendous idea. Yeah. Everybody should do this at Thanksgiving. Everybody. Literally every household should do this. Yeah. And like Dan said, if you want to go, hey, if you want to know the COVID opinions, which, hey, newsflash, nobody wants to know them. Right. But if you want to, go read them. They're in the bowl. We're not going to talk about them. I love this. Yeah. And also on Shirley, because we're just going to sh- shout out on Shirley. <laughs> I'm like, do I have an on Shirley? Let me think. Um, but no, shout out on Shirley. Like, we already know how you feel because we've been following you on Facebook this whole yes. time. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, we followed man, you on yes. Facebook this entire year and you have been, you know, either retired or working from home just like the rest of us. So you've been on Facebook too. And we know how we feel. So we don't need to bring it to the table. Because we know how you feel. When you open your mouth to say your thought about COVID, we know what's coming out. You know what I mean? We know who you voted for for the election because you have the stickers and signs all over your car. You drove in talking about Trump or Biden. We know. We know. You don't have to do it. Write it down on the COVID bowl, politic bowl, and then throw it out and have a good Thanksgiving. That bowl, that's a great idea. Facebook is the COVID bowl of websites. <laughs> yes. Yes. I make my, I might make my COVID bowl just like disguised as the trash can. It looks like a bowl, but secretly they're just going straight trash because that's where they all belong. Yep. Yep. Wow. I'm telling you, that's, that's the 2020. That's the Thanksgiving 2020 thing that people need. Get that going. That'll help up everybody. I am proud of us. Every few episodes, we figure out something that is just genius. This one, we found it. That's right. The COVID bowl. Throw your opinions out and then go enjoy your Thanksgiving. I love it. (laughs) Well, boys, let's get into what we are listening to, the special Thanksgiving uh, episode. And I am going to go with what I am listening, what I want to play for um, my family because... They are um, really getting on my nerves with this COVID thing. 
<laughs> anybody's family who's getting on their nerves with the COVID thing. And if all of a sudden someone forgets about the COVID bowl and then a whole explosion happens at your table, this is what you play. DMX, party up. Because not only does everybody love that song, but y'all going to make me lose my mind. Yeah, Up in here. Love it. Up in here. That is the song that you have to play to shut everything down at your house. Maybe you start kicking people out when Party Up starts playing. Whatever it is, but people know that you are making them lose their mind. You're, they're making you lose your mind up in here. Party Up, DMX. I love it. Wonderful. Wonderful pick. Um, my first pick is going to be kind of, it's you're thankful for things this year, but you also in the back of your mind, know how much you hated this year. So with that being said, thanks. I hate it is the name of the song, uh, from a group called simple creatures, which features, uh, Mark Hoppus from blink 182 and Alex from all time low, a wonderful little duo, uh, super group that they put together. I think it was last year. Uh, but, uh, it's off their album, everything uh, opposite, which did come out last year. And, uh, thanks. I hate it just simplifies being thankful, but also hating it at the same time. Perfect for Thanksgiving 2020. (laughs) Nice. Um, So I went with a set of songs that either mention thanks or are about holidays. Okay. And I'm going to start with thank me now by Drake off the album. Thank me later. Um, just because I was running through my head of like, what, what songs could I, what would be, you know, potentially creative and tied into Thanksgiving. And that was the first song that came to mind. And then I started listening to that album and I had a great day. So, you know, it could brighten your day in Thanksgiving. If things aren't going so well, if aunt Shirley's pissing you off, but, uh, you know, throw on thank me now by Drake. Fun album to like go back and listen to just because Drake is so, we have so much Drake music over the past like 10 years. And so like, it's a fun album to go back and listen to. Um, I am going with my next one because I feel like this is the perfect song for just those uh, those great memories of Thanksgiving's past. Vin Diesel, Days Are Gone. <laughs> I, I, you yes, know, it's back, baby. If you if you listen to Vin Diesel and those lyrics in that song and those days that you reminisce and you know you because you I won't be with my family this year for Thanksgiving so just that song really hits me you know in a way that other songs don't for this Thanksgiving so days are gone because you know thinking about being a kid running around Thanksgiving and you know that's it Vin Diesel days are gone he really hits that Thanksgiving 2020 hits me right in the heart. Oh, I'm so thankful that you added that to the playlist. Amazing. Amazing. Really encompasses this great year. Um, uh, My next one is, it is more on the topic of going home for Thanksgiving and how some people won't be able to do that. Some people will be fortunate to be able to do that in a much, much smaller setting, whatever it may be, but find my way home by Mr. Wives. A really, really great song off their newest album from earlier this year. Uh, got a, that kind of that pop sound and, you know, they've, they always feature horns in their songs and they do it in a really unique way and a really great and powerful way. And so, you know, 
there's some other messaging within the song, but just that chorus of driving about finding your way home, kind of everything that's gone gone on that you can always be uh, thankful and safe at home, regardless of everything that happened this year. So find my way home from Mr. Wives is the next one I'll add. Nice. I'm going to go with thanks for the memories by fallout boy. And there's <laughs> in the chorus. Cause you know, I had things to say, but Aunt Shirley's on the mind right now. And there's a line in the chorus that says, thanks for the memories, even though they weren't so great. Well, you could say that or play that to Aunt Shirley as she walks out the door at the end of Thanksgiving. Fallout Boy, thanks for the memories. That's that's what we'll go with. <laughs> I love this. This is gonna be Aunt, this this episode is gonna be Aunt Shirley brunch, isn't it? It's not even gonna be Thanksgiving. Brunch. Yeah, Aunt Shirley is the be. one that's bringing the like garbage deviled eggs or the salad. She's bringing salad and rolls. That's Aunt Shirley. She's bringing salad white and white gravy. And white gravy. White <laughs> <And> gravy. <laughs> oh man all right and my last one is uh thinking about thanksgiving and you know music playing and stuff like that you want to play a song that everybody loves right you want to play a song that gets everybody together you know like how i said dmx party up that may shut your party down this party this one makes everyone happy mariah carey all i want for christmas is you thanksgiving is the time oh boy if you're gonna start your christmas music this is the day to start and that is a song that if you don't like that song, leave my house. Actually, you probably won't even come to my house if you don't like that song because you just don't like anything and you're not going to have a great holiday. But all I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey. That is uh, and the song we're going to we're going to hear that song, you know, for the next uh, you know 30 some odd days. So Mariah Carey, all I wanted for Christmas is you. Thanksgiving. Are there people that don't like that song? Dude, that's why I'm saying it like that. Like, I don't. There probably are. That's messed up. There can't up. be. There probably are. I don't. Jeez. I'm happy. I don't know those people. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> I wondered if if one of you guys were going to put that on here. I, I I had it down as a potential one, so I'm I'm glad to see that it is. This is going to be a really strange playlist. I can't wait. Um, my last one is a little bit more you know personal. I've done some Thanksgiving related things. This one is going back to what I'm personally uh, thankful for. You mentioned Mariah Carey goes hand in hand with of course my chemical romance um <laughs> can't wait for that tour to to come together but um a couple of things specifically why i'm <laughs> mentioning my chemical romance uh and the song famous last words uh off easily one of the greatest albums of all time not of theirs of all time uh the black parade from 2004 we got a lot of teasers from my chemical romance uh, over the past 18 months. We finally heard that they were getting back together and having this long awaited reunion. The world was freaking out. Their reunion tour was selling out in minutes in these huge stadiums. And then of course the whole thing uh, got wiped, got canceled, got delayed. Hopefully we'll see that in some capacity in 2021. Uh, Cause that was a big thing that I was looking forward to this year was the reunion of my chemical romance. And on the personal side, uh, when me and my now fiance first met, it was at one of these theme nights at a bar for, it was like a pop punk type of night. And that was a song that's a band. And that song were very specific to us. We remember that, uh, when we first met in that moment, that song was playing, uh, the band means a lot to us. So, there is a phrase in the chorus where it says, nothing you can, nothing you can say can stop me from going home. I don't necessarily recommend that this year 
take a little caution. Maybe there are a few things that your governor is saying that's going to stop you from going home. But otherwise, good to have some My Chemical Romance and hopefully new music from them next year. All right. Well, I'll end it just to make this playlist as weird as it could possibly be. I love it. Come on. I have a Blink-182 song. The name of it is Happy Holidays, You Bastard. Yes. And it's like it's like a minute long. It's from the Take Off Your Pants and Jacket album. And they basically just like rip on family members in a really, really short song. A lot of the lyrics are not safe for work, um, but we're going to throw it on there. If, if you're feeling after Thanksgiving... Like really just angry or upset about how the the event happened. The song might help you feel better. Um this is the weirdest playlist we've ever created. It really is. <laughs> this is my favorite playlist. This episode <laughs> is so funny because like I had no idea it was gonna come out of anybody's mouth in this episode. Like I had no idea. Like we put these topics out and they were all kind of vague. It was like, all right, Bruce Day, Thanksgiving. Um, yep. uh, music. Thanks for something. I don't know. Make it make it work. <laughs> oh boy. Gosh, this Amazing. was fun. Well, I hope uh, these all these suggestions make your uh, Thanksgiving even uh, even better, or make you calm down about your Thanksgiving if you're having some uh, less than ten people over or something like that. I don't know what your rules are, but ours are all over the place, and I don't know. I, I don't know how many people are coming coming anywhere. No one will be here, but I don't know who's coming anywhere else. So, you know, shouts to you and your Thanksgiving. It's going to be weird, but uh, hopefully we made you laugh a little bit here on the Brunch Breakdown. But um, for the last time in the history of the Brunch Breakdown, tell them where we can find everything Brunch Breakdown related <laughs> the last at time the at end the, of the podcast. At the this end of the an episode, right? We'll, we'll try this again next week, right? <laughs> Uh, find the brunch breakdown anywhere that you can find podcasts, uh, on your mobile device, on your computer, wherever it may be. That's including Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher. And of course we've got our full video episodes up on our YouTube and Facebook pages as well. Uh, like we had last week, a lot of visuals, a lot of great visuals this week that help kind of go along, tell the story. We encourage you to check those out, uh, on our YouTube and Facebook pages. And of course, everywhere else that we are on social media Instagram, Twitter, hit us up. Let let us know what you think about the pick two. Don't tell us what we left off. Uh, but other than that, we hope you guys enjoy it. Well, everybody, don't forget to put the COVID bowl at the table. Or do you put it outside? Outside or inside? Do you put Ooh. it right out the front door or do you put it right outside the front door? It's got to be one or the other. It's got to be at the entrance in some way. It's like take yeah. your shoes off, put it in the bowl. Okay. Right there. Got it. Got it. Well, don't forget your COVID balls, and uh, we'll see you guys next time at the table for more of the Brunch Breakdown. Peace. Happy Thanksgiving.